All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 509 on this January 30th. Laura, I've been watching with interest this story that uh, really hasn't been getting much uh, attention from the media here. But one of our sitting congressmen called on another sitting congresswoman to resign, which is sort of remarkable. Tom Emmer uh, saying that he thinks Ilhan Omar should resign over this video that uh, has been circulating on social media. And... You know, this video is in, it's Ilhan Omar speaking in uh, Somali. And so we don't know what she's really saying. The video that's being circulated has an English translation, supposedly. Mm -hmm. But it's part of the challenge of covering these sorts of things. And I hope someone is getting an independent translation and trying to figure out what she really said. Because who knows what she really said? I don't know. If you see, it's one of the challenges of covering the news like this, because when you see a video on social media that comes with a transcript, yeah, I don't know. You're Is it true? That, Is it that not? It's accurate. And I assume it's not. I guess I would start from the assumption that it's not until someone, uh, and she issued... She issued a statement that's saying the interpretation of her words is not only slanted, but completely off. Um, Basically, the dispute is about whether Ilhan Omar is putting Somalia first instead of America first. And so in her remarks, she was talking to, obviously, because she was speaking in Somali, she was talking to an audience uh, full of Somalis, you know, so this is. She she was basically it's just like if you're the governor of Minnesota and you're in Laverne, you're going to talk about how you're going to fight for Laverne. And she's surrounded by Somalis and saying in Somali that she's going to fight for Somalia. Uh, I don't know if what she said is accurately being translated. I assume Tom Emmer doesn't either. Like, do we really need our congresspeople calling on other congresspeople no. to resign? No. Like, that's sort of what gets me going. Like, I don't, I, you know, if you are, see yourself as Somali first rather than American first, well, I don't like that. Like, you're a congressperson in America. You should see yourself as American first or at least equal, right? If, you know, you represent Americans. Now, that doesn't mean you, you don't care or fight for your native country. Right. I mean, we see this with uh, legislators from all sorts of backgrounds who understandably are trying to stand up for their native land. I And I think that's good, right? Yeah. I think the overarching thing here is we need to remember this is politics. Yeah. This is a political year. Yeah. And everything gets twisted and tainted and blown out of proportion, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, I just think... However you feel about Ilhan Omar or Tom Emmer, like we don't need Minnesota congresspeople 
calling out other Congress people to resign. They're not going to resign. So you are just being absolutely full of it, trying to get like the applause from people who already hate your opponent. Like how this is I the more I think about it, the more terrible this is for our state. There was a time where legislators, Republican and Democrat, would absolutely hate each other, disagree on the issues, but would come together like to make sure Minnesota gets taken care of. They would still be respectful with each other. And yes. what if you're Ilhan Omar, what do you like what happens like Tom Emmer is gonna work together with you on something? He asked for you to resign. Like, what? we just don't need this. You mm-hmm. can speak out against, like, I don't like this. We should care more about America. That, all right, fine. Like, make your statement. Fine. But to be like, oh, Ilhan Omar should resign. You know, come on, cram it. Like, it's a load as far as I'm concerned. Nobody needs to be calling it. All the time, it's like, we're going to, this person has to resign. And now we got to impeach this person. You're like, what is happening? I what know. has happened I to know. all of our dialogue? I agree with you. I know. Annoying. Getting me fired up. Poor Laura gets dragged into it. You're like, I'm just trying to do the news, Jason. <laughs> All right, let me give you something silly. Mm-hmm. The new uh, trend of men going to their barbers is asking for the Travis Kelsey hairdo. Oh, cute. I sort of love this. That's cute. I love this because for years, women have brought in like a picture of a you know, TV star, movie star, whatever, and yep. said, like, I want the, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Yep. And I think it's sort of amazing that in Travis Kelsey's hair is. I like his hair. I think it's very, like, it's very doable for most men. Sure. It's right? just kind of a short. It's a buzz cut kind of fade. buzz cut with fade, right? Fade, yeah. Yeah. Longer on top, shorter on the sides. Pretty simple. Pretty easy for most barbers to do. Mm-hmm. New York Times wrote about this. And they're like, the barbers are saying, it's basic, you know, when you think about using a, a, a have you ever used like a, a razor, like a, you know? The, yes. So like, it's a zero on the side. Oh, yeah. A zero, one, two. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, this is my husband's hair. Oh, okay. Pretty yeah. Pretty much, yes. So you know what number to ask for when you go in. I've heard him. I I know what numbers he asked for. like, I need a three on the side and <laughs> right. whatever. Like, I, yeah. it's typical men, right? Yeah. Like, we want a, a very easy, uh-huh. easy answer on this. But it's a zero on the side and then w- until you get to the top. And then it's... Uh, three. It's probably. like a three, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. He said this one barber said he had 50 customers, 50 customers ask for this last week. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I think that's so cute. It's cool, right? Yeah. Like, I I think it's really fun. I do, too. I like all the attention around him and Taylor Swift and the brother. The brother is hilarious, oh, in my yeah. opinion. And I think it's great. It's just fun and silly. And the people that are getting all wound up about this and distracted by it and mad, it's just like, lighten up. Come on. They're fun. I agree. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we may get into this a little bit tomorrow. Okay. Sort of the... The craziness of our uh, political dialogue and also the fact that there are so many independent publishers out there. I know a lot of people hate the mainstream media and don't like the big, you know, big corporate media. 
But what we have instead is a bunch of bad actors who individually are motivated by doing whatever it takes to get clicks and downloads. Mm-hmm. And so you have this sort of crazy group of people who are trafficking in this like, oh, Taylor Swift conspiracy, Jason Kelsey, whatever, like all this stuff. And the reason they're trafficking in it is because people click on it. Yeah, it's the Wild West. It's just, yes, I hear what you're saying. And it's painting the there. There is an article out today by one of uh, the crazies in uh, cable news, Jason Whitlock. and he he said, like, this uh, Taylor Swift stuff is making the Republican Party look like uh, lunatics. And you're like, it sort of is. <laughs> I think reasonable, peop- reasonable people know, like, well, it's not the Republican Party. It's just, like, a certain group of wackadoos who are having, having their fun mm-hmm. and they're getting their traffic and making their money. Um, but sometimes I think. I don't know. I had such hope for like all these independent podcasters and publishers. And you're like, oh, we're going to get this diversity of voices and things we've never heard or thought of before. It's going to be so amazing. And instead, it's just like a different form of big media. It's just organized by, I don't know. I think there's some good ones. There there. are. There's a lot of good. But yeah, the ones that get the attention and the all the retweets and all the everything are the ones that are perpetuating nonsense. Yeah. Newsweek said today that uh, child care costs more than college. Oh. That the, uh, when you look at the average cost of care, now it's not for everyone, but 20% of parents said they spend more than $36,000 a year on child, on child care. care. Wow. And the average four-year in-state tuition, all-in tuition fees, room and board, is $24,000. Mm. It's Crazy. It is crazy. And I will never forget what it felt like when we had a baby and I needed to go back to work and it was time to find some daycare, how much it was going to cost and us both saying, there is no way we can afford this. How are we ever going to make yeah. this work? And you just do. You just you do. pull it out of the bag yeah. and you make it work. But I, that was so shocking to me. And that was back in, you know, 2002. Yeah. Don't you think... Uh... Remember what it was like when you weren't making that payment anymore? It's like, oh, oh. I, could, I could just, like, go pay cash for a car. I'm like, it's so, so much money. I know. And the, you're exactly right. We were in the thick of that. Yes. When it was way less expensive. But you can't even imagine how you're going to be able to afford it. I know. It's and the other crazy. trick on this is, like, these daycare providers, uh, they're not getting rich. So you're like, yeah. how is this so dang expensive? I know. I know. I don't know. Boy, if somebody could solve that. If you wanted a surefire way to win election as a governor, like, (laughs) isn't that the issue? Yeah. You're like, well, we can, you know, there's got to be a way that we could do better Mm -hmm. with this. But it's hard getting Mm -hmm. enough providers, getting enough people, making sure kids are still safe. And there's enough regulation, but not too much. Right. We all want the best. Then some of it is parents, right? Like mm-hmm. I just want to be, I just want someone to watch my kid, and now I think people want like you know, we got to learn sign language yeah. and Spanish and Latin, and we got to you know all of this. You're like, just keep them safe. Just keep them safe. Keep them safe. That's Change enough. the diaper, and I'll pick them up at five. <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate it. It's five twenty-one on Drive Time with DeRussia. D Rush Hour news headlines. 
are coming your way in just a minute. What is the most watched streaming series for 2023? A scandal over the Pioneer Press treasure hunt medallion. And if you think it's expensive to fly out of our airport, you're right. I'll tell you why coming up. I am in the middle of streaming the most watched streaming series for 2023, but not the most watched original streaming series for the last year. I like that. Sometimes you got to be a goldfish. Got to let it go. Ted Lasso again. Hollywood Reporter reporting that Nielsen exec, Brian Fuhrer, with terrible last name for that Nielsen exec, he probably pronounced it Fouray or something. Anyway, <laughs> Brian said Ted Lasso was such a big hit that he initially thought there was an error at the ratings company. Most watched original series on a streaming service last year. But I didn't realize that when you look at what people are watching on streaming services, overwhelmingly it's old crap. Like we see headlines and news stories and whatever about all the, oh, it's this new thing that's out, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Ted Lasso was watched for 16.9 billion minutes, which is like one of the dumbest metrics ever. I was trying to figure out like, what is that? How do we, how many people, like, there's no way to translate it. 16.9 billion minutes is about 281 million 60-minute shows, and now we're just saying numbers. Like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Ted Lasso, number one original series, not even in the top 10 of most viewed. Number one is Suits. Man, I got sucked into Suits. I am in the middle of it. And let me tell you that Meghan Markle, she is dang attractive. She really is. I don't know whatever happened to her, but she is a cutie patootie. (laughs) 57 billion viewing minutes. I don't know. What are we even talking about? You know what's after Suits? Bluey, which I am assuming is a children's show or some sort of very perverted. It's a children's show. Okay. Bluey. I don't know what a Bluey is. Kablooey. <laughs> Similar story with movies. Number one, you're like, hey, I wonder what the number one movie in America is. Moana. It came out eight years ago. <laughs> but this is because uh, childcare is so dang expensive. This is what parents are doing. Just watch Moana again. Watch it again. Watch it again. Man, Moana is good, though. Do you Have you seen Moana? You don't have kids, Dan, but like. I don't have kids, but. I've sort of seen Moana. The Rock? Oh, yeah. you've seen it like on TikTok, right? No, no, there's... You're welcome. What about other You're story. welcome. That's a good song. Yeah, there's a whole other story, but please continue. All right. Sort of saw Moana. That's very intriguing. The D-Rush Hour news headlines have gone way off the rails already. I don't, it's all, you know what? It started with the Fuhrer. That's where you're like, well, this thing's going south. From St. Paul schools to Madison, who would who would who would want to do that? Yeah, the bell may ring for St. Paul School Superintendent Joe Gothard, friend of the show. He is in the final three for superintendent of Madison schools. Madison is his hometown. Dan Cook, you went to college in Madison. It's a fantastic college town. 
I no doubt. Amazing. I like Madison a lot. Oh, it's so good. Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, or Madison, Wisconsin. I think it's a it's a more difficult decision than than you might think. You would choose Madison, is what I'm feeling. I you know, I, I haven't ever lived in St. Paul, so let me just say that. Okay. I don't. I mean, I love the college campus in Madison. I don't know that I'd want to live in the city outside of the college. Yeah. Campus. Similar population size, Madison's about 270, St. Paul's about 308,000. Uh, student body-wise, not that different either. Madison has 25,000 kids in the public schools. St. Paul has about 32,000. So we'll see. Uh, Gothard is the superintendent of the year. A scandal over the Pioneer Press treasure hunt medallion and where it was hidden. The newspaper itself reporting on itself saying that Dakota leaders were not pleased that the medallion was hidden at the Bruce Vento Nature Sanctuary in St. Paul. Now, the sanctuary is a public park, but there has been a movement with the city and a nonprofit to have the area recognized as a sacred space. Uh, The former chair of the Prairie Island Tribal Council, who's now vice chair of this board that's trying to get this to happen, has said it's disappointing because for us, it's a place of prayer and a final resting place for our people. The Piner Press treasure hunt already excludes the Indian Mounds Regional Park, which is a public park, but the Indian Mounds are like, we don't want people hunting there. And they have said, we are grateful for the Dakota leaders for coming forward and saying, eh, this wasn't a great spot. So it'll be off limits in the future. If you think it's expensive to fly out of our airport, you're right. Carol Levin reporting on some new research from USA Today. Average airfare at MSB International was 422 bucks in 2023. Two years ago, well, during the pandemic when no one was flying, it was 136. But the increase is 48 percent, and that is the highest of any airport in the country. Spokane International was second at 46 percent increase. O'Hare in Chicago at 43 percent. That is the D-Rush Hour news headlines here on CCO. The warm weather has caused so many community festivals to be canceled. Last night, I checked out the ice castles in Maple Grove. I'll tell you what that was like, and we'll talk with the national CEO of ice castles coming up here on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I did not expect to hear so much of the drip, drip, drip of melting as I visited the ice castles in Maple Grove. We have been looking for the ice castles uh, all all winter as it was sitting there trying so hard to take shape. But the weather uh, wasn't really cooperating, and we've only had about one week of cold weather. I live like three blocks from where this has been going up, right by the Lifetime Fitness, the community center, in Maple Grove, and all around the country, <laughs> this this same issue 
is popping up. We wanted to talk with Brent Christensen, the creator and the founder of Ice Castles, who joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Brent, this has to drive you absolutely crazy. (laughs) Yes, it does. But what are you going to do, right? Well, there's not much you can do, right? Tell us the situation in Maple Grove. You guys opened last Wednesday. I went there last night with my wife. It The sad thing about the weather not cooperating is just how cool the thing is. It's so neat yeah. the way you construct it, yeah. and it feels like you're transported to this, like, abs- you're, you're take, you can hardly believe you're in, like, what used to be a grassy, open parking lot, essentially. Well, yes, and that's, that's the whole goal when we build these is to create that kind of out of, uh, otherworldly experience. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's been a real struggle this year. We, I was actually out there two or three weeks ago when we had that really cold, cold snap yeah. and we had wind chills in the minus 30 and right. uh, the daytime highs were zero. And uh, we, we made a lot of progress. And then like the following week when we opened, we were up in the mid to upper thirties. So it's been quite a ride for sure. So Explain kind of how the ice castle is built because it's a, a unique, you're not like, you know, it's not like some of the ice bars or things we've seen around town where Minnesota ice, for example, an ice manufacturer brings out these giant blocks. Right. Your process is different. It, yes, it definitely is different. So we, we, uh, the process we would say is more of a building or excuse me, a growing process. Mm, yeah. Uh, we start right on the ground. We have a, a system of sprayers um, that deliver the water where we're going to grow the castles. And we start with icicles that we that we cultivate. Uh, we grow icicles by the thousands, and we fuse, those, fuse them in formations uh, vertically, horizontally, and then spray water on those. And that's how we create these. And uh, so depending on whether we could put these information, spray on them, and perhaps the next day climb up and put more, um, depending on how, how cold. So it, it's, it's a labor-intensive um, process, for sure. And, but the big, we have people that are skilled at doing it, but what we lack this year is the weather, for sure. Yeah. Brent Christensen is the founder of the Ice Castles, Maple Grove, uh, is one of what you have seven locations around uh, around uh, uh, five five yeah. of them five this year yep mm-hmm. and uh, are you dealing I mean this this sort of weather we've been having isn't just in Minnesota are you dealing with this issue everywhere yeah yeah it's well that's the thing that's interesting this year is uh, usually it's a regional issue sometimes the Midwest will do well and uh, yeah. Utah, Colorado may struggle. This year, it's been across the board. Fortunately, our site in Colorado is doing well because it's a very high elevation. Um, our site in New Hampshire has some good promising weather. Utah struggling. Wisconsin taking a hit for sure. And, of course, Minnesota. So, so yeah, I mean, it's what we get. But uh, it's, it's, it's definitely the toughest year we've had uh, to date. Uh, Brent, so like who takes a bath on this deal? Like, do, obviously the cities want you uh, to come there. So is it like the, yeah. like, you know, obviously there's cost, but like, what are, what are we, yeah. is it the cities that yeah. are I mean, losing money or who's, who well, you're losing money. Who's cities, losing money? Yeah. 
Well, we, you sound really sad, so I assume you're losing money. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like I would sound if, like, I had put all my money on ice. I put it all on icicles, and now yeah, well, it's 50 degrees tomorrow. I, I would be much more sad if all we had was Minnesota. But yeah. we have yeah. uh, Utah. We won't lose money here. Minnesota and Colorado, or New Hampshire and Colorado, will will make money. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure we're not making money in Minnesota this year. I don't think we're going to be able to be open long Let, enough. Let's just say I have, um, but, I have plenty of room when I was walking around there last night. So it is, it, <laughs> you know, and it still looks cool. It looks cool, but you yeah. do like, as you go under some of these caves that are built there and the LED lighting and there's like, it just looks yeah. so neat, but you've yeah. got. But there's like drip, 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 and you yep. you just you yep. look, and the nice people who work in there are like, oh, like this looks different than it looked last week, just because of the the change in the yeah. weather. I'm, I like, think I think the dripping is our employees crying. <laughs> They're um, like, I was gonna make yeah. <laughs> money. What is happening? Yeah, so they'll be. You know, we we, we as a company are going to be fine. It, it won't be our uh, best year yeah. for sure. Right. And going forward, we'll be fine and our employees will be taken care of. But um, I, I think probably the hardest part, honestly, is the amount of work that goes in and, and emotional investment by our staff there. Yeah, They've worked oh, so yeah. hard. And I, I mean, I'm I'm glad that we had a product to open with. Yeah, because it's possible you, after. you could have had nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know there's other other ventures that that just threw in the towel, and right. we were so far into it. We'd done so much troubleshooting and prepping for a new on the, especially on a new site. I'm glad it got cold enough for us to lease to open, and they did a really amazing job. And it is very very cool. It's just it is cool. um, the, the weather's a little tough. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not gonna not going to lie. So I went last night, which Monday's an off-peak day, so it was 16 bucks uh-huh. to get in. Is It, it, it is yeah. open tonight still, right? If people, because uh, you yes. added a couple days, so if people want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've got some, we've got, um, you know, I'm looking at our site, and we've got, you know, these five different places, and so sometimes it's hard for me to keep up with what's sure. going on. We've got tickets open into February, but... Uh, that may change. We may have to pull some of those back depending yeah. on what the weather does because, um, and, and that's the thing, it, it could look good at one point. We're ready to go and the forecast looks good and a lot of times the forecast will flip on a dime and we have to kind of right. backpedal. Well, I'm so, looking yeah, at, open now I mean, and, the next the yeah. next 10 days in the Twin Cities, every single day, the lowest uh, high temperature is 39. So like even the lows yeah. at night aren't going below freezing. So you're like, oh, right. man, yeah. you'll be lucky yeah, if you make yeah. it through the week. Yeah. What am I that, doing that, to you? I'm uh, just like, I'm just making it worse. <laughs> I, I feel terrible about it. I, you know, and <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for my town. I live in Maple Grove and, you know, yeah. three squares is uh, one of our partners here on this show. Uh, that restaurant yeah. was certainly excited about all these new people coming to the area and being able yeah. to experience that and some of the other winter activities. Yeah. But Weather's weather. What yeah. can you do? Yeah. What can you do? Well, it, it it gets down a little below freezing tonight and tomorrow night, and then it hovers above freezing at night for the next several days. I mean, you're talking about millions of pounds of ice that are sitting there, and they do take a while to melt. Yeah. However, uh, it just depends on, like, how much cloud. Do we going to get some rain? Yeah. 
um, and uh, is so there a weird. chance we can rebuild in the in the right. or, you know in the extent right. forecast? And none of those look really fantastic. So I'm you know we tell people, hey, it's open now. Yeah, come on out. Come out. Go do it. Out, you know, one of these nights and go check it out. Yeah. All right, you can uh, get the details at uh, icecastles dot com. And then you just yes. click on Minnesota and you can buy your tickets there. It was cool. Mm-hmm. My wife and I had a good time last night. Kids would love yeah. it for sure. But, you know, bring, the, slide, the slides are extra fast. Next the slides are fast. Good, right? <laughs> <laughs> bring your galoshes for sure, because, you know, the the snow that you guys have made, it's, it's a little slushy for sure. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. we appreciate uh, the ice castles. I think it's been a fun tradition for a couple of years now here in the Twin Cities. And yeah. uh, hopefully next winter is a little colder. Well, we're going to talk again in one year and it's going to be a completely different story. We're going to be saying how amazing and cold it is. So. Exactly. Exactly. It's a goofy but, thing. Thanks, Brent. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Brent pleasure. Christensen right. is the creator of the ice castles. I sort of murdered that man. Like I didn't mean to just absolutely crush his spirit. Yeah, I hope he has, you know, People he can talk with because <laughs> just depressed him. I mean, my goodness. 548, back in just a minute here on Drive Time. Well, we started the show today urging an end to the vote for the snowplow name contest. People think I'm being too crabby about that. I mean, you were a little crabby. I don't know. A little. I don't know. Aren't we over it? Like, aren't we over well, it? Well, I think we are kind of over it. Couldn't the, we just the have voting a... numbers show that? Yeah. 30,000 people or so voted. Couldn't we just pick a new thing? A new what thing that's fun? Well, the talk and text line we could name. That'd be great. Yeah. People had some suggestions on the text line uh, for me mm. to name. You know, so I think that's, you know, Chasen to Slusha is the OG suggestion. Right. Like Chasen, like yeah. Chasen, Chasen, but also yeah. like Jason. That's clever. That's, that's clever. So I like that. Uh, Plowed Again, sponsored by Adam Carter. That's good. (laughs) I think that's good. Uh, Saving to Rush Hour, WCC Snow. Uh, Listen to the podcast, especially the 4 o'clock hour when our signal was all messed up over the air. I just searched for Drive Time with Russia and enjoy. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.